So Thomas completely falls on his sword here. Completely. Yeah, he a lot of people want to fall on his sword. <laughs> Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Oh, hello. How are you feeling? Feeling excited. Very excited. Yeah, things are really starting to heat up on the island. They totally are. You feel ready to recap episode three? Never been more ready. Yeah. So episode three picks up with a boombox that says, play me. Mm. And we hear NSYNC's Bye Bye Bye. And it's uh, Lance Bass, our new host. A welcome addition. A welcome addition. And he kind of kills it, honestly, in this episode. I think we may have found our new host. <laughs> I like how he brings a sort of pretend serious energy to the whole thing. Oh, yeah. He does it perfectly. Yeah. He's not taking it too seriously, but he's also like, I am your stern host. He's perfect Yeah, balance. surprisingly good, perfect honestly. Perfect balance. He was, I think he was born to do this. <laughs> and also, I guess, sing, but mainly do this. <laughs> so Lance Bass sits down with the girls so they can talk about their relationships. And the men... Instead of talking about their relationships, choose to talk about Thomas. Let me guess. The full de- police department, right? Yeah. The district attorney, James, chief of police, Aaron. Yeah. And detective Trey. I thought Trey was the beat cop. Detective. Oh, really? Are they He's the same a detective. thing? He works the streets. Okay. Yeah. Soon we will need a name for Carl, who now seems to be a new addition to the police department. But we'll get to that. Carl's always been an honorary member. He's kind of like, uh, he's like the mascot of the police department. The mascot? That's being too generous. But we'll get there. He's in training. He's in police academy. Yeah. So here Aaron is heard saying, Thomas is all about clout and like a platform. Yeah. It's so strange. Who Who else would do that? Who else would besmirch <laughs> the honor of Bachelor in Paradise by trying to improve their platform? Can I just say the Monster. word like? Can we talk about the word like? The word like is a problem. It decreases the message of what everyone is saying all the time. Yeah, it basically means like, oops. <laughs> it means that I'm saying something but I'm diminishing its value or importance or likelihood yeah. with a qualifier, yes. which is like. It's almost this, but it's not quite this. Yeah. In this case, Thomas is all about clout and a platform. You can believe that, but like a platform? I mean, it's definitely not like a platform. It's a platform. <laughs> and yay, Thomas arrives. Shall we applaud? How should we do this? You don't just drop that on me. Okay. <laughs> don't um, just drop that on you. <laughs> Yeah, don't just don't just say Thomas arrives without warning. All right, and now we have a newcomer. We see someone walking down the steps towards the beach. Is it? It is appears it, to be a man. Is it? Is it a is tall it, man? It it does appear to be a tall man. Is it a big man? A, a big big man. Is it a handsome man? A very handsome man. <laughs> I think I know who it is. What what should we do? There's nothing uh, that we can do that's momentous enough for this occasion. Uh, Are you, is that a triangle? <laughs> Thomas! Thomas! Yay! Wow. We've been looking forward to this day for quite some time. For Thomas to reappear on our TV screen. And he's finally here. Oh, Thomas. And surely, because this is a new show, it's going to go smooth for him. 
Absolutely. Clean Everyone's going to welcome him with open arms, yeah. bygones, be yeah. bygones. They're going to get to know him for him. No one's going to talk about his looks or his height or anything. It's just going to be, who is Thomas uh, yes. and why do we love him so much? And why do we never judge anything about him whatsoever, <laughs> past or present? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> no, yeah. We don't even need to talk about it. Yeah. So Thomas arrives and the police are all looking extremely pissed. Yeah. The department is, is on high alert. Yeah. And the music when he's talking to Lance Bass, is very villainy. Very. And the girls, meanwhile, are all starry-eyed. Just the girls? <laughs> yeah, Andy has a theory. <laughs> I mean, Thomas is just... I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, come on. Also, he's just so... He arrives and he's lovely to everyone. Lovely. Very polite. Even to Aaron. He says, Aaron, you got darker. I thought... <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. He was he like gives him that fist bump. He's like, You got darker. Yeah. And Aaron's like, Yeah, man. Uh, I don't care if I'm dark. I'm dark you, you're dark. <laughs> I mean, Thomas is totally civil. Civil. Yes. Maybe the most decent civil human being that's ever been on the show. And we hear lots and lots of voiceovers and I'm sure some Franken-biting of the guys talking about how horrible Thomas is. We hear Trey call him a trash human. And I do think some of this was Franken-bitten, honestly, to make it worse. But Mm. at the same time, there has to be some accuracy to all of this because everyone is on high alert. They've heard a lot about Thomas. We even hear Noah say, I heard he's the devil, but he's going to show up like a saint. So Thomas's reputation precedes him. Mm Mm-hmm. And here, Thomas starts talking to the women one at a time, and they're all like, ooh, who is that tall glass of water? We watch Aaron tell four of the ladies he has a superiority narcissism-like complex of some sort. Yes, the psychologist and also the chief of police, <laughs> yep. Aaron, yeah, is he, holding he's, a press he's conference. He is both. He yep. is both, and he's holding a press conference um, discussing the hunt for the murderer yeah, Thomas. and as well as his professional diagnosis. That's right. Also, in addition, he has to a dual career. <laughs> He's very accomplished, oh, yes. this head of and the police department. And than, darker than he was before. <laughs> <laughs> and Marissa in her ITM says, something's a little off. All I see is a bunch of jealous guys because this hunk walks into paradise. We'll get into that later. We, we will get into that, but I don't think she's wrong. And the men chat here. And Joe, I really appreciated this. Joe asks Aaron for specific examples of Thomas being terrible. Mm. And the police then talk about how evil Thomas is and they Mm. give their examples. James says, well, the big one was that he came with the intention of becoming the bachelor and he openly admitted that. That son of a bitch. (laughs) If you're going to go at someone so hard, at least have an accurate representation of what happened. This is not how it played out. Give specifics. Give specifics. Okay, Thomas said that it did cross his mind after he was drilled about that for days. Yeah, yes, like he took a dump in my suitcase. (laughs) Exactly, something that he actually did, not your version or your condensed synopsis of what you feel he did. That kind of stuff bothers me because, again, this is national television. It's a thought police. I just said national television. And television. <laughs> yeah. But it is national well, it television. Well, it is. Vision is the key word there. And it's, <laughs> and it's, it's altered by tele. Oh, thank you. Well, it wouldn't be television. Actually, it could easily be television. It makes no sense. Go ahead. Well, they knew what I meant. Yeah, I think they did. So James likes to give his version of that story. Mm. And then Aaron says, 
He said, if I like The Bachelorette, that's great. But if I don't, at least I would have a platform. Everything was just bleep out of his mouth. I'm not sure what the word was there. Bullshit. But also, is, did none of them feel the same way? I, I mean, now we're just rehashing what we said on Katie's yeah. season. But it's so irksome when irksome. they're all on their high horse about something that certainly crossed all of their minds. And they all also felt. Did they all walk into that thinking that they were going to fall in love with Katie and wind up engaged to her? This did the platform never cross their minds? Never. Ever once. These men, they were like, wow, there's this show called The Bachelorette. I can go on this show and finally, <laughs> finally find a woman who I love and cherish and want to have a family with. That's the only motivation The only had. motive. And then Trey, of course, has the most specific example of all. He says, if he's not in the room with you and he's talking to anyone else, he's lying about what's happening. And of course, he knows that because he has other trays in the other rooms listening to the lies. <laughs> lie, 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 lie. No one lie. ever knew who was the real guy. Lie, 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 lie. <laughs> lie, 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 lie. Nice. Well, that was nice. <laughs> Maybe that's Thomas's theme song. No, it's the theme song of people who don't like Thomas. Yes. Don't don't put that on Thomas. You're right. You're right. No, it's a pretty song. I wanted to give it to Thomas. I haven't thought of Thomas's theme song yet, but <laughs> okay, we'll it's come much up more sensual. <laughs> and so now we get a height montage because how dare six foot six Thomas? Talk about how tall he is. How dare this unbelievably handsome hunk, <laughs> this massive human. Taj Wan, she's a bit of a shit disturber, isn't she? Yeah. So she talks to Thomas. He's perfectly lovely to her. And I, of course, I understand she's dating Trey and I'm sure has heard all these awful things about him. But yeah. she is not afraid to run back to the police department and report back. Yeah, she filed a criminal complaint. Yeah, about the fact that Thomas addressed how tall he is. Mm -hmm. I just got to say about this. My ex, before he was 6'7", mm -hmm. and when you're that tall, it truly does permeate into every aspect of your life. It's the constant, no pun intended, elephant in the room. Yes. Always. Yes. You have to address it. If you don't address it, it's going to be addressed. Well, or you're the person that doesn't want to address it and is kind of hunched over and kind of wishes that you were less yeah. tall, which is, that was my it's ex. It's not Thomas. Was, Thomas stands proud yeah, and tall. Yeah, he stands proud. Such good his... posture. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, my ex was a little more like, oh, I wish I were a little bit shorter so everyone would stop talking to me about mm -hmm. how tall I am. But I don't think this is the end of the world. Yes, he's bumping into things. That's what happens when yeah, you're that tall. Make a joke honestly. about it. Is yes. that so horrible? My ex hated flying on planes because he could hardly mm. fit into seats. It and was, there was talk about it. Yeah, this was his existence. And on that note, too, are you telling me that if you were to play out each of Aaron's or James's or Trey's interactions with each woman when they first were talking to them, there wouldn't be the slightest repetition or consistency among those yeah it's incredible you're being thrust onto national tv in this bizarre and crazy setting there's all this pressure on thomas because he knows he's walking in as like basically it, like it saddam hussein and he has to, to now take someone's girl and hit on her properly in the first few like, come on give the guy it's ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous he can't talk about how he's bumping his head into short things yeah Come on. <laughs> Similar to talking about someone's tattoos. You know, if someone has tattoos or whatever, they'll come, oh, I like your tattoos. When did you get your tattoos? Yeah. You're telling me that 
if there was some talking point like that, you wouldn't mention it. It's an obvious icebreaker. Give the guy yes. his height. He's yes. very yeah. tall. <laughs> Let him icebreak. Yes. Thank you. <sighs> oh, my God. He's like he's up. bragging about it. Do you think Thomas feels the need to <laughs> brag about his looks? I can only imagine since he's gone through puberty, all he hears every day is how good looking he is mm -hmm. and how tall he is. You think he needs to talk about it? He's doing it to make her more comfortable. <laughs> So Thomas asks Serena P on the date and Andy, you said he has our taste. <laughs> of course. I have to admit, and I, this is not against Serena at all, because like I said, after episode one, I think Serena P is a total catch. I think mm -hmm. she's such a natural beauty and she's so classy and well-spoken. She has confidence, but she's also relaxed. She's mm -hmm. easygoing and smart. Mm -hmm. But I have to admit, I was expecting Thomas to go for a flash here. Lady. Because that's the Thomas you've been sold <laughs> by the hardworking officers police in department. the police department. Yeah, I would have expected Thomas to go for like a demi. Yeah, or wouldn't you? A guy trying to yeah. build his platform You're who's right. a real piece of You would of expect shit. him to go for the woman there who has a million Instagram followers mm -hmm. and maybe they could stroke each other's backs. That sounds weird. But, you know, he would stro stroke I mean, her back. Stroke? Back? Scratch each other's Scr backs. <laughs> You could stroke I was too. like, this isn't coming out right. So yeah, they would scratch each other's backs and it would be this symbiotic relationship. But no, I think he legitimately liked Serena P, not necessarily the flashiest or most followed person there. Mm -hmm. And you're right. I think that says something about him. Class act. Class act. Despite what we are meant to believe. Totally. So Serena then tells Joe that she's going on this date. And I thought she handled this really well. Mm -hmm. Really considerate. Oh, beautiful. She cared about his feelings. Yep. But she also wasn't asking for permission. She just, she did it right. If I was grocery store Joe, the way she handled it would have made me even more upset because she was so cool. It would have made uh, me more attracted to her. Yeah. No, that's true. As opposed to her it doing so well. it like sort of kind of like a jerk. Well, it's seeing another side of her that's all so nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here we get this random segment where Carl is... I guess shadow boxing mm. on the beach. He's fighting air. I wrote meh. <laughs> Carl tries so hard and I'm just not interested. Not a lot there. Not interested. So then Thomas and Serena head off for the date and there's discussion over how down Joe seems to be. And there, of course, is deja vu for him of when Kendall went on a date with Leo back mm. when they met on Paradise. Yeah, a lot of a lot of moping Joe so far on Paradise. Yeah. So now we have this date with Thomas and Serena P. And this is basically them making out on the water at this point. <laughs> Meanwhile, Riley arrives. So you don't know Riley. I don't. Riley was from Klaisha's season. And here Tajwan starts freaking out because it turns out she came here with a list of guys she wanted to meet. Mm -hmm. And that list consisted of Riley. It was a short list. A short list. But alas, Riley shows interest in Marissa and invites her on the date. And yeah. she says yes. Poor Tajwan. Yeah, Tajwan. I'm torn between being entertained by Tajwan and also just feeling like she just loves to be in it. Yeah. Trey notices that Tajwan is upset here. He says, I feel like she might be stressing that she's not going on the date. I find it interesting how they seem to be so bonded, but there's so little communication going on here. Yeah, I'm not sure I followed that one. And, of course, there's another montage of Joe moping. Mm -hmm. Back on the date with Serena P. and Thomas. He fills her in on the experience 
on Katie's season because she asks, I wrote this in all caps, this is important to note for later, because she says the guys are not your biggest fan, putting him on the defensive, and he has to explain why. He says it all started with Trey, and he says that he sees Trey as a little brother, and he wants to protect him because he's emotionally not strong. And with Aaron, he reveals that he interrupted Aaron's time with Katie for more time with Katie, which is true, mm-hmm. which is a faux pas. Mm-hmm. And he just sort of covers it. I, I still don't really know what happened between him and James. I don't get it. Yeah. I think James has jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, James is just friends with other people. I mean, he's the district members. attorney. He yeah. has to cover all these cases equally. <laughs> Serena says something like, oh, you're spilling a lot of tea. I guess the gist is he's telling her a little too much. And I have to admit, I was like, oh, Thomas. Thomas should have literally just... Kept his mouth shut the whole date, looked amazing, made out with her, and talked about how beautiful the scenery was. I feel Because bad. anything he said, yeah. anything he said would have been chopped apart. Well, he's in this position where he, he's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. Because if he doesn't no. defend himself and explain his side of things True. and why he feels this, these ways about these people, yeah. I guess that's his mistake. He should just be like, oh, we had this conflict, but I'm fine. It's kind he of... He can't win. He can't win. No. Honestly. Back at the resort, the police department, minus Carl. This is still just Trey, James, and Aaron. Carl's in training. Carl's in training. Yeah, he's going to be there for a while. Are discussing Thomas's manipulation. Mm-hmm. The police department is back in session, I yes. wrote. And Trey says, I just don't want her to come back and be won over. And James says, because all the girls will be won over. Mm-hmm. And they all nod seriously at this. And Andy, you said, because they can't think for themselves... Exactly. It's amazing to me how much time and energy they spend making sure other people also do not like Thomas. What's the worst that can happen? Are they will they be upset if Thomas does stick around and gains the platform? I don't understand. There's enough to go around if that is indeed his goal. Imagine they can all get followers. It's amazing. <laughs> there are there are so many out there. There are so many followers. <laughs> we can all eat. <laughs> It's true. Imagine if they spent that much energy trying to form connections oh, or yeah. pursue women. Well, that's the other thing. As we see with Trey and Tajwan later, he doesn't go about that right. As we see with Aaron and Tammy, Aaron says, I wouldn't be jealous if Tammy were into him, but I would more so be protective. Like, are they really investing in their romantic relationships? They're uh, investing in their relationship with Thomas. And we'll get into that later. And with each other. And they love each other. Yes. I mean, they're a tight-knit department they are they work well together yeah a very harmonious police force yeah they've been in the force for a while and they and they do their work well (laughs) so serena returns and immediately talks to joe and reveals that she told thomas that he should pursue other people and joe said that's how i figured it would go and serena (laughs) says yeah is that what you figured you've been chilling all day feeling totally fine oh it's the best what a good response yeah she's i mean she's so smooth with him I kind of feel like Thomas, as much as it shows his good taste that he took Serena on this date, it also shows his lack of, I think, foresight with how this would all go down. Because I don't think out of all the women there, Serena would be the person to pick Mm. to, to leave someone as revered in Bachelor Nation as Joe for someone like him. All the more reason why Thomas is not playing the game. Thomas is there for the right reasons. (laughs) You're right. He went for the girl he liked. And unfortunately, that girl is partnered up with, again, one of the most adored men in Bachelor Nation, who has the squeakiest clean resume. 
And meanwhile, he's coming in with a lot of villain baggage. And she, of all people, I feel like is super conscious of that. There was one person that the evil Thomas should have gone after. And we all know who that person is. Yeah. She was sitting right there, waiting, <laughs> waiting, doing nothing. Yeah. Should have gone for what Demi. What happened there? Why didn't they, we didn't even see their conversation. I have no idea. But if Thomas is the terrible, terrible man that he has been painted to be. Yeah. Demi was the obvious choice. Yeah. For his platform. Yes. And his bachelor chances and everything. Yeah. And sex. If he wants that too. I mean, you know, he <laughs> well, can't blame Well, based on him. what she's selling. Yeah. No, you're making a really good point. Instead, he went for a woman who I think is too smart to give in to her attraction to him and end up kind of tied up in any kind of bad rap, honestly. Yeah. Serena is, is, I think Serena, and I like her, I think she's smart, but I think she's also very aware of all that. Absolutely. As she herself said, she said, I didn't want to be involved in the drama. No. And, and honestly, the only explanation you can make is that Thomas is playing extremely high level chess where he's going for the exact wrong person to make him look good as a person <laughs> who's not trying to advance his platform. As much as I love Thomas, I'm not going to give him that much credit. <laughs> okay. Now we have Thomas versus Tajwan. This is a very strange exchange. Very. So they're at the bar and Thomas is introducing himself to Wells as being, I think, polite. The guy's just trying to get a drink. <laughs> He's just trying to get a drink and, and relax, unwind. Tajwan tells Thomas that there's been a lot of conversation about him. And he says, yes, it's unfortunate that a lot of his time with Serena was spent talking about all the talk, mm -hmm. which is true. Thomas says in an ITM, the people I'd be able to talk to, it's such a small window. I... Uh, I think it's always tough coming in after week one in paradise. Yeah. And he's so right. Yeah. Who he has basically three. Yeah. He has three women to choose from basically. Yeah. Especially with a villain edit hovering mm -hmm. above him. There's almost no one on the table for him. And that's why whenever anyone talks to me, you know, like in bachelor nation, if I have friends are like, I'm considering going on paradise. What, what are your thoughts? I always, always, always say, do it. If you can go week one, like insist. Oh. I actually say that to people. Wow. Because it's true. If you go week one, you have the padding of, of not only having first dibs, of the, getting that clean slate with everyone, but also of friendship roses. It's a big click. This is a big click of people who were there since the beginning, and they're all looking out for each other, You're all right. reporting it's, back to each other. It's totally true. It's like a race, pole position. Yes. You want pole position. What's pole position? I had a feeling you were going to ask that. <laughs> I said yes, but I didn't actually I knew know. You. It's a very enthusiastic yes for something like, you yes. had no idea what, what I was that? talking about. No, it's uh, in a race, there's um, the pole is, is the inside lane. Okay. It's the, it's the most preferred lane to have in a race. Okay. It's who usually gives it to the best driver oh. or the best runner. Oh, interesting. Wait, it's My the best position because it's the easiest Well, number one, it's, it's the shortest distance around the track. Everyone's gunning for pole position. Okay inside rail okay so you want to start out there okay so uh yeah week one on paradise is pole position mm -hmm. i just learned something new and yeah that's truly what i tell people i just don't see why paradise is worth it if you are coming in week two three four certainly beyond that anyway i think more people need to negotiate that into their contracts <laughs> listen to charlene <laughs> tajwan says she has feedback for thomas and so naturally he asks what that feedback is and she says 
do you really want me to be honest? And he's like, yes. And she says, I think you enjoy lying to people and misleading people. Guy's just trying to have a drink, oh trying to God. relax at the bar. I wrote, what? What? The, how the hell would she know? And how the hell would a normal person say that in a normal situation? She was saying that to create. Yes. Yeah. She was saying that to make Tajwan more salient on Bachelor in Paradise. No, you're right. No, that's totally true. It's not a normal thing to say. Who? How do you ever say that to somebody? <laughs> well, someone you met literally that afternoon. Yeah. I can see that you're enjoying your drink at the bar, and I don't really know you, but I have a feeling you're a big liar because <laughs> somebody told me something about you lying once. Is that something you would ever say to somebody? No. She's very protective, it would seem, of Trey. What is, what is, what is Thomas going to do to Trey? <laughs> Thomas wants nothing to do with Trey. <laughs> you know, he wants to stay on the other side of the island from Trey, if possible. It's so true. And no one... That, okay, we'll get to that. We're getting ahead yeah, of ourselves. We're going to get to that. So Carl fetches Thomas and brings him to the police precinct. Oh, do we have a title yet for Carl? Is no, he Carl's still, in, still training? in training? Still in training. Still in training? He's given these dirty jobs. Yeah, oh, you're right. He's their yeah. lackey. Yeah, he's like an intern. Oh my God, that's totally it. He was sent to fetch him from the bar and bring yep. him back. Yeah, District Attorney James. He's still getting them coffee at this point. Absolutely. Yep. He, doesn't even, he doesn't even report to James. James is too high for him. Carl reports to Aaron. To that's Aaron? His boss. Yeah, Aaron is his boss. Okay. Yeah, this is chief of police. So Thomas is brought over to the police precinct. Mm -hmm. And Andy, you said it's almost homoerotic. Why don't they just fuck him and get it over with? I mean, am, am I the only one who thinks you can cut you can cut the sexual <laughs> tension here with a knife? I mean, they're really they love to talk about Thomas. I mean, there is so much tension. They want it. They've wanted it so bad for so long. <laughs> All of them. Just get it over with. Just uh, do it. You can make it like a thematic porno with like policemen and batons and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can have the whole thing. Just get some guy slapping a bass. Yes. Yeah, Just get it over some with. handcuffs. You want Thomas that bad, go to the boom boom room. <laughs> get it over with. I'm tired of it. it is, the tension is too much for me. So Thomas, being Thomas, completely falls on his sword here. Completely. Yeah, he, a lot of people want to fall on his sword. <laughs> Trey, Aaron. James, too, I think. J James is, yeah, he's, he's in there. He's, he's going to be watching, I think. James is very vocal, considering I can't, I can't remember one time he was really wronged, but okay. No, I think James is going to watch while Trey and Aaron just, just absolutely destroyed he, He'll be behind the camera. Yeah, he'll be behind the camera, sitting in a chair, like weirdly just staring. <laughs> Either way, Trey and Aaron are gonna just I mean it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hot scene. I mean they are just gonna get I mean it's been building and building and building and it's going to be something. So Thomas falls on his sword yes. and apologizes profusely to the guys for all of his crimes. Mm -hmm. For specific crimes. He apologizes for putting his time above Aaron's and for lying. And after what I suppose is a sufficient amount of self-flagellation on Thomas's part, Aaron says, I just need a little bit of space He's and a little hot. bit of time. It's too hot. He can't take the tension. He can't take it. Wait, before you go in there, first Trey says to the apology, I appreciate that. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Boom. <laughs> Very good. And they're all patching it up. Meanwhile, however, Serena. <laughs> Sweet Serena, who we thought didn't want to be involved in any drama, tells Tajwan how her date went. And that it would seem Thomas had not so great things to say about Trey. She tells Tajwan, he was saying Trey has been through a lot and has to be boosted up and given support because he isn't emotionally strong. <laughs> I mean, do we think he's wrong? <laughs> no comments. I mean, yes, you could say it's patronizing. And here she says, I just remember sitting there thinking, why are you talking about Trey like you're his father? Totally understandable. Thomas, look, this is the thing I'll say about this. Is Thomas right? Possibly. Should Thomas have said that knowing what shit he's walking well, through? Well, also to someone he just met that afternoon. To someone he just met and doesn't, how could he possibly trust her no, at this point? He was he, wrong He made to a trust mistake. Her. Yeah. Thomas made a mistake. He should have not mentioned a single thing. When she brought up the subject of those guys, he should have started talking about how beautiful the horizon mm-hmm. was and the, how fast the boats yeah, were. Yeah, she felt like a confidant to him. Which yeah. is sad because Thomas wants a friend so bad. Anybody. Anybody who will listen to him, listen Thomas to his is... side of the story. Instead, he tells someone who's in that original cast. You cannot break up the original cast. No. They're all friends to the point where they give out. There's a name for the roses they give each other. They're called friendship roses. Yes. So big mistake on Thomas's part. Big mistake. I have to say, though, is Thomas a devil for talking about Trey behind his back when Trey's been doing that nonstop about him? Absolutely not. Literally, he called him earlier in this episode a trash human. Trey has spent, I would say, 25% of all his airtime on national television talking shit about Thomas behind his back. Yes. And Thomas says one thing, which is arguably true, (laughs) and now he's a, a devil again. Yeah, yeah. So Taj Wan promptly reports to Trey. God, this police department has so many little moles. I mean, they get the job done. Yeah, yeah they really, they do. I mean, they have a whole network. So she tells Trey that Thomas told Serena that Trey is emotionally immature. Note the game of telephone. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was emotionally not strong, but now emotionally immature. Yep, it's getting more and more slanderous. Yeah, and then Trey confronts Thomas. Mm-hmm. He comes at him. He says, how dare you say this about me? By the way, Thomas, again, was trying to enjoy a drink at the bar. That's all he wants. He just wants to unwind <laughs> and have a drink. Get drink. Can't get it. Trey won't let him say one thing in his defense. Nothing. Again, after that game of telephone. So he's believing Tajwan, who's believing Serena, and he won't let him say one thing because he doesn't trust him. Okay. And he storms off in a huff. I got to say, essentially proving Thomas right. Mm-hmm. Why not just have the conversation? And then you can choose to trust him or not. But the fact that it got to him so much, I think, proves Thomas right. Once again, say what you want about Thomas, the adult in the room. Shockingly. Shockingly. Yeah, God. Thomas made a huge mistake trusting Serena. Big time. Massive. What an amateur move, Thomas. Mm -mm, mm -mm, No, you should have known better. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't trust an original cast. Come on. They're all tight with each other. He made a cardinal error. He did. So Marissa now arrives dressed to impress mm-hmm. for her date with Riley. Yes. Yes. She was. Quite a dress. Uh, yeah. She was making everybody drool. And Riley takes her to Lance's Basserie where they have pig snout, chicken feet, some animal's tongue. I assume a, a cow. cow's tongue yeah. and many, many bugs and insects. On the menu. <laughs> this is a confusing predicament because Lance told them that they had to answer questions 
For which there was no real repercussion if they lied, right? Yeah. There, there was no, they could lie. Yeah, they could lie. Yeah. There was no... Uh, I think they were just hungry. They wanted to eat some weird animal parts. I think they were expecting dinner. Andy, your impression of Lance's questions were, do you like life? <laughs> the questions are pretty innocent until he asks them how many people they've slept with. Mm-hmm. I found it very interesting that they both opted to eat tongue instead of saying that. Again, as though they couldn't lie. <laughs> Is that they couldn't lie, yeah. I don't understand There's like a database on how many people they've had sex with. Yeah. I assume they both had sex with quite a number of people. Or uh, Or they just were hungry, as you say. Or hungry. He asks for their most embarrassing story, and they both opt for tripe. There's a lot of uh, a lot of metaphors here, but I'm, I'm I'm it would take me some time to think about them. Andy, here you said eating animals is fucked up. Yeah, you know, I I can't help but look at those trays and say like. This is all funny. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's making jokes. And there's a sentient animal's face sitting yes. on a pl- platter. And it's, you know, if it was a human face, uh, a different tone to this day. <laughs> I, I love that about you. I love that you notice things like that. I can't help it. I love that you're bothered guy. by that. You are. Mm-hmm. Next, Lance asks them where they like to be touched. Penis. <laughs> penis? Penis. <laughs> Tip them a penis. <laughs> Slow and gentle. <laughs> and how many times a week they masturbate. And we learn that Marissa m- masturbates every day and that she loves sex. Mm-hmm. And Andy, you said, but she's never been on a date. <laughs> <laughs> she's having sex out of date lock. <laughs> and they start making out in front of Lance Bass, yeah, which my- is hilarious. Which he thank, handled it so well. Thank God he talked about how awkward that was. Yeah, was that was ridiculous. He's sitting there in front of a platters of animal parts, and these two people are just tonguing each other, <laughs> and he's just like. <laughs> I have to admit, I kind of wish we had seen David Spade in that scenario. Yes, he was finally, there was finally a place for David Spade. Yeah. And meanwhile, back at the resort, very strange moment that I feel needed more explanation. Connor B is playing his, what I call his Katie song, because he played this to Katie on Mm -hmm. her season. And we see a shot of Wells crying. What was that? And it looked sincere. Unless that was, if that was acting, he's an incredible actor. No, I think he was brought to tears by by Connor's guitar and singing. But then there was some distance and sound traveling issues because Connor B was playing this song off like on the beach and it would seem Wells was behind the bar. Could he really hear the song from that far away? It actually ties into your issue with shows like Game of Thrones and Vikings. All right. There's like two rows of giant armies, like 10,000 men strong, and they're across a ginormous field. Yeah. And the guy's like, we didn't need to have to have this battle. I mean, we could have talked this out. And the guy's literally like a mile away from him. And he's like, well, you, you decided to be a dick. And now we're having this huge battle across an enormous field. Yeah. And, uh, we can hear each other perfectly. <laughs> yeah. I felt like we needed a little more explanation for this scene. This possibly the strangest take I've ever seen in the show. I completely agree. There's other stuff that were shown. And I'm like, I really needed less information. And yeah. with this, I wanted more information. I, I think we, we are owed an answer from Wells. Wells, why were you crying? <laughs> and were you crying? And now Tajwan is shown in her ITM freaking out about a crab. Yeah, what's so bad about crabs? They're, they're actually much less 
They're cute. They're they're just what are they gonna do? They're super when cute. You make it a nip, like a little claw, and it's cute. It's a cute animal. She sits down with Trey, and he asks her where her head is at, and she says she wanted to feel like he wanted to check with her. <laughs> I'm so confused by this relationship. I just I'm not feeling romantic chemistry here. No, me neither. He is clearly her second choice. But let's be honest, had he made her feel that way, would she have been cool with it? Nope. And so it's somehow, though, on him to have checked in with her, I suppose, because she has the rose this week. Trey says he's still figuring his shit out as he goes, and whatever playbook he's been using has not worked. So he's taking plays out when they don't work and adding new stuff in. And Andy, you said Trey is just so humorless. He cracks me up. (laughs) He really is humorless. Yeah, he should really lighten up a little bit. Right? Yeah, a little more levity. Yeah. Trey, if you watch this, I think a good addition to your playbook would be to be able to laugh at yourself a bit more. (laughs) Aside from rolling around in a tub of balls, (laughs) he's got nothing left. That's like it. His holster's empty after that. I forgot about that. Good memory. Trey says Tajwan is still the person he's romantically interested in, and they kiss and make up. I'm not really sure what there even is to say about these two in this conversation. I watched it three times to take notes, and I still am not sure what they talked about. It was like checking in, seeing where each other's heads were at. I was very, (laughs) very close to starting to look at my phone and just meaninglessly (laughs) scroll through Yeah, and I would have scolded you because you need to pay attention. Yes, I have been scolded many times. Tajwan then in her ITM is talking to the crab and she says, should we give Trey another chance? I think he says yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, so she's the one who was gaga over Riley mere hours ago, but now she's forgiving Trey for not checking in sooner. What? (sighs) She has too much power in that relationship. She does. No question. I'm just going on the record saying that. Okay, so Natasha talks to Joe and reveals that she and Brendan haven't even kissed yet. Mm. And that Brendan is not making any moves. And she confronts Brendan then, who, by the way, is clearly not that into her or not into her romantically. Not into her. What's going on with Brendan? He's waiting for Piper. I mean, I kind of, I, Brendan obviously is waiting for someone. Yes. But at the same time, can I really like, is it so No, horrible? we're not. Ju- we are not coming at Brendan for I mean, doing what everyone does on this show. Like, would you, if you were in Brendan's position, would you have acted that much differently than he has so far if he was waiting for someone or if you were waiting? No, for he's trying to be good. He's trying his best. Demi seduced him. Yes. And he kissed her. Big fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> Natasha says about Brendan, he's either the most complicated man I've ever met or a con artist. <laughs> Why can't he be neither of those things? (laughs) She tells him to leave, and so he leaves, and she wipes away a tear. A tear. A tear. And while Marissa is still on her date with Riley, Tammy goes to comfort Connor, and he says, I'm not in my head at all about it. That sounds like foreshadowing. A little bit. Meanwhile, back on Marissa and Riley's date, things are starting to heat up. Mm-hmm. They discuss, I think now Lance Bass has left the dining room. Yeah, he's gone to relieve himself. <laughs> they discuss being nesters. And he says he's looking for a good person who is kind. And he's had a hard time finding that. She agrees. She admits she needs a lot of reassurance. I love that she said that on this first date. Yeah. If you need a lot of reassurance, say you need a lot of reassurance. It's okay. Did you notice that she was a totally different person on this date than she's been on the rest of the show? I didn't even recognize her. I kept saying, is this that same girl? She is in love with this guy. Yeah. She acts differently 
around yeah. guys that she's into. And I have to say, I like her in love and I like her when she's not in love. Yeah. She's actually quality. I can see why why Connor went after her. Yeah. And I think it's important to mention too that that is, I think, how it should be. Yes. Like you shouldn't be with someone like Connor who you don't necessarily feel it with the same way that you are with Riley who you do feel it with. You're, there's a door that is closed with yes. Connor that yes. is fully wide open with Riley. Yes. And it's sweet. Yeah. You can tell that she has that, no issue just letting him know what she needs from this relationship. There's already that understanding where it's like, we like each other. This is going to go somewhere. I'm telling you right now, I need to be reassured. Yeah. There, that shows such a confidence in the chemistry and connection you have. She's saying that I have a need. It's going to come up all the time if we date. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to address it. Yeah. And I want to get that out of the way right up front. Yep. Oh, I not just tell you how hot you are and how yeah. much I love, you know, eating pig faces with you. <laughs> For someone who never dates, she's pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that I find very odd. Oh, you don't buy it? Like that girl looks like she is like she could teach dating. <laughs> I didn't get that. And here she opens up about having gained a lot of weight in the past and having really low lows. And Riley tells her that she's beautiful at any weight. And this made me remember her intro package from her bachelor season. I believe it was Peter's season. And she did talk about this. Hmm. And I remember wanting to see more from her. And then she got sent home night one and I was bummed. I remember writing about this. I was like, oh, I wish we saw more of Marissa because that is a story we don't get enough on this franchise. Yeah. Normally we get just a bunch of thin women who don't seem to have to think about being thin. Agreed. You know, they all have similar body types, more or less. Yeah. And it's really refreshing to hear a woman talk about her struggles with self-esteem and how that ties into weight. Agreed. Which affects so many women. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm all about Marissa. And yeah, I, I stan these two. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I'm so with it. <laughs> You're like real Gen Y. And then to the tune of Connor B playing a song, they head back to the resort and Riley says while they make out, I know a place we can go. Mm, I also know what place he's referring to. It's the place where Aaron is waiting. What? Waiting for Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) They knock on the door and Aaron's just sitting there in like lingerie. He's like, oh, I was just, just don't mind me. I'll, I'll come back. Andy, you said, is this the boom boom room or just a room? So rumor has it the only room with air conditioning is the boom boom room. How sick is that? It's sick, but also genius. Yeah, fair. All right. And then that's where this episode wraps. Andy, what would you like the word watch word for next week? So episode four to be. I've decided on tension. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So I feel there's going to be a lot of tension. Okay. In the next episode. All right. Tension. Not tense. No. Tension. 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 Okay. You got that, guys? You have to put your votes down for how many times we hear the word tension. And by the way, just to clarify, you must pick an exact number. Yes. We've gotten several people saying, I expect there to be at least this many. Yeah. Those aren't. That doesn't count. Sorry. Yeah. You got to commit. Commit. Commit to a number. And now, Andy, (laughs) now our recurring segment, who would we go for? I can't ever talk about this with a straight face. But shall we discuss who we would go for among this this group? 
Well. I'm going Thomas. Me too. First of all, Thomas. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, we both go Thomas. Yeah. Thomas needs friends on this island. He keeps stepping in doo-doo. I'm going to have to fight Trey and Aaron off, though. It's going <laughs> to be tough. Yeah, that might be I don't know if t- I have what it takes. I don't know if you do either. You might not have the muscles. Yeah, I think I'm just going to stick with Serena P. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going Thomas. I think Thomas could, could use a shoulder and an ear. And I am going to sit in <laughs> on whatever happens between you and Thomas. Uh, Pop clothed <laughs> as a viewer. Nothing yeah, weird. Nothing poor weird. Thomas. We have a heart for Thomas. We always have. Can't catch a break. But he also committed a crime. And that was trusting the wrong person. You cannot do that here. He committed two crimes. The original sin was admitting that he was on a show for the same reason everyone else was on that show. Yes. You don't say that out loud. No. And anyone who missed our Bachelorette recap, we did cover this in the episode where, well, we covered it actually, I think, in multiple episodes in Katie's season. We were Team Thomas. He didn't do that much wrong. He didn't. All he did was... Finally, after being broken down, admit to something that everyone else had also thought and was also there for. And look, as I said, the jury is still out. I'm not not making an official verdict on Thomas, although, as you know, we both feel pretty good about Thomas. (laughs) But we we will have him on this show and we will get to the bottom of it. We hope to have Thomas on the podcast. And really get to the bottom of Thomas. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the way. We're going to suss bottom. out the truth. And we will do so by inviting him with an open mind instead mm-hmm. of coming in and being like, why are you such a terrible trash human? Or, oh, Thomas. <laughs> I think that's the perfect place to wrap mm-hmm. this recap episode of Dear Shandy. If you guys enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we're going to ask of you. Andy, do you want to help me out? Tell your friends, <laughs> tell your enemies. Tell your friends enemies and tell your enemies enemies and people you owe money to. And you can like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram. Oh, hit that notification bell. Mm -hmm. Did I say subscribe? You did say subscribe. Okay. Subscribe again. And leave us iTunes ratings and reviews. And in general, do what you would to keep a podcast you enjoy alive and kicking. Yep. And I think on that note, that's a wrap. For this recap episode Mm -hmm. of Dear Shandy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye.